Welcome to the Financially Intelligent Physicians Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. David Norris, and together we will be discussing what they didn't, or rather oftentimes, won't teach you in medical school or residency. Now, my mission and purpose is to help you develop the practice you desire through business education. And over the course of these podcasts, we're going to cover topics such as leadership, financial intelligence, patient satisfaction, process improvement, negotiations, and many more. Welcome back. And in today's talk, we're going to talk about the traits of a good business partner. Now, going into business or practice for yourself is challenging enough when you consider the processes, the financials, and the personnel issues you're going to face. You know, you have enough on your plate seeing your patients and running your practice. What you don't need is a lousy business partner or practice partner who causes you enormous headaches and takes more uh, than they contribute to the practice. Picking the right business partner is probably one of the most important decisions you will ever make as a business owner. Most of the issues can be identified early in the process of selecting the proper partner. The key to selecting a good partner is knowing who they are and and while performing your due diligence. Picking your business partner and life partner, for that part matter, are serious decisions that should not be taken lightly or nonchalantly. Um, even though you're excited about the venture, keep in mind that, too, it's, it's, a business partner is kind of like a marriage, and it can end in heartache, lawsuits, and even bankruptcy. So picking the right one the first time. Is going to uh, is is of utmost importance. So before you sign on that dotted line and join forces and uh, even assets with someone, consider the values, goals, skills, and experience the other person offers. You know, to help you pick the right business partner, um, I suggest you look for the following traits in the potential partner. So number one, you gotta trust them. If there are uh, any little voices in the back of your head asking you, um, perhaps we ought to tap the brakes, or st- I would encourage you to stop and listen. You know, the question you should ask yourself is: Are you willing to share your personal checking account with them, or even a credit card? Uh, because as a business partner, that's precisely what you're doing. Um, can you trust them with the assets of the company? You know, if there's a hint of no, uh, stop and think about doing the deal. Um, and give it some hard thoughts. You know, the second thing is it's good to be friends. You know, there are varying levels of friendships among business partners. However, it's probably best to be friendly with each other. If you can't tolerate uh, a certain behavior or leadership style, you know, just realize they will not change. And um, you, no matter what you do, you're probably not going to change that in them. You know, don't think you can change a friend into something that you want. Um, don't think you can change a business partner into something you want, much like we can't change spouses uh, into something that we would like. Uh, people are people, and uh, are very mm, honestly, they're probably not likely to change. So also, uh, don't assume since you're friends that you're always going to see eye to eye on decisions. You know, you might be... Um, copacetic most of the time, but there are going to be times where um, uh, you uh, you aren't going to agree on something. And, and sometimes uh, that's going to have strain on that relationship and can affect your business. So just be cognizant of that. Uh, the, the third thing is do some digging. All right. If, if you're not all friendly or you don't know them that well, do some digging, you know, and don't assume that because they look good on paper, um, they're good. And that's all there is to it. Examine their personal life and their choices. Is their own personal life stable? You know, you know, 
um, their family life and their private life, you don't want that spilling into the business. You know, their personal problems can sometimes become your problems too when they are able to drag your business into their personal chaos. So be wary of that. Uh, number four is their strengths should complement your weaknesses. In, ensure you and your potential business partner have strengths in very unique areas. You know, it's okay for overlap and you both are strong in certain areas and that's wonderful. But what you want is you want there to be a good spread across various duties and responsibilities. So if you're good at financial uh, and operational matters but stink at negotiations and sales, then you know look for a partner who can complement those areas of weakness. Um, balance is best, and when you're trying to grow your business and be profitable, look for someone who can help you in your areas of weakness. Uh, number five is determine their role. You know, sometimes you might be tempted to offer ownership in your company in exchange for work. For example, you can't afford to hire the person, so you offer them a stake in the business. You know, you aren't looking for a partner in a situation like this. You're really looking for an employee or a consultant. Honestly, you would be better off if you hire them first. And if they then become a critical member of the company, then it's probably fair to offer them a stake in the business. Um, be careful not to give too much of your company away too soon. Next is outline the responsibilities. You should determine who is responsible for what in the business and hold each other accountable. Right. If one person lets things slip or even encroaches into your area, the situation becomes prime for hard feelings and that can lead to you know, an explosion, if you will, later. So outline the responsibilities of all um, the business partners. And then finally, show me the money, if you will. You know, perhaps the most significant stressor in any relationship or business is money, or rather, the lack thereof. Always have candid talks about who's contributing how much and what the money's going to be used for. Be sure you, you know everyone is on the same page when raising capital. Okay, are you both going to kick in cash, or are you going to take on debt? How are you going to get that capital? You both should be like-minded when it comes to the capital structure of your business and set that out uh, in an agreement at the beginning of that relationship. So the next time you're looking for a partner, examine these areas and see how well you your partner scores. After some due diligence and investing a little bit of energy and time, uh, you're going to know if the right business partner um, uh, or not is uh, the one you're considering. And uh, hopefully it's long before you've signed any agreements with them. Well, I'm very happy you've decided to invest in yourself. It's the best investment you'll ever make. Thanks for listening to these podcasts. If you're enjoying them, please share them with your friends and colleagues. And be sure to check out my books at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. And my courses on process improvement, leadership negotiations, and financial intelligence on my website at davidnorrismd.com. I hope you have a wonderful time and a wonderful day. And we'll see you next time.